I'm Johnny Lieberman, and you're watching LMP. What does LMP stand for? Late Night Play Oh, yeah, that's right. I've been on there. Yeah, good show. <laughs> you should like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. happening mrs uh if i bought you oh no no hang on we're not talking about that we're not talking about that we're not talking about that and i won't put it up on the screen so i will say that right now if you tuned in on tuesday um just uh keep it to yourselves <laughs> uh all right back to the show let's see let's get you in here hi mrs hello What's happening with you hanging on Let's start it up, everybody. Tonight is Thursday, September 16, 2021. My name is Jay Ryan. This lady over here is Nicole Ryan. We are very happy to be with you. Uh, it's Tradecraft Thursday, and our fantastic guest this evening is somebody we've been trying to get here for a while. He's a friend. He is very well known in the car community, and he is a specialist over at Cars. He's wiping his eyes right now. He's wiping his eyes right now. Can't believe he's here. <laughs> it's Tony Rackley, everybody. Tony Rackley's going to be in here in just a few minutes. Uh, and in the meantime, we're going to be talking about a few things. One of which is, um, yeah, okay, a lot of people have made uh, comments, where's the Tuesday show, where's the Tuesday show? If you caught it live, you caught something special because it will never be seen again. It will never be talked about again by me. Um, just removing ourselves from the equation. It's that simple. So uh, sorry about that, but we're back now. It's Thursday. And uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, some things we talked about on Tuesday 
didn't get to go out and we need to talk about him and one of which is our friend norm mcdonald passed away not our personal friend although you worked with him and i worked with him a long him. long time ago um but comedy is reeling this week with the loss of norm mcdonald and on tuesday it was fresh and i was like like verklempt about it in the whole bit um i've had a couple days but i th- i think i feel like i think it's weighing on me more than i thought it would remember gary shandling that one killed me i think this is a little bit a little bit unexpected shit always feels worse somehow yeah, that's that's a good point. He's 61 and battling cancer for a good nine years, which is sad as can be, but yet I kind of get it. Um, my, my dad had cancer when I was a kid and died of it, and he didn't want anybody to know until they absolutely had to, like the very end kind of thing. Yeah, everyone I used to know is shot. Like, they had no idea. Right. Um, somebody put up uh, some, uh, like, you know, comedians reacting to Norm McDonald's death, uh, like Anthony, is it Jeselnik? Mm-hmm. He was on the Howie Mandel podcast live when it flashed up on the screen and they were all like, oh, my God. So everyone's reacting to it. There's all these videos of people reacting. And uh, it seems like no matter what level of c- comedy you're at or uh, 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 it seems like almost it doesn't matter what corner of the entertainment industry y- you're part of, everybody is affected by Norm MacDonald. Like he really was somebody who was – He's he's in your mind, even though he's not one of the big guys like Jerry with the with the sitcoms and everything. I mean, it's hard to describe. He's sort of in between the lines, even though he's such a big deal. Yeah, and he made, brought everyone into his world, so he was part of everyone's. Like oh, that's true. He was very loving. He told all very, his friends he loved them all the time. I remember that, and like he put a friend of mine in grown ups. Like I had no idea. I've seen him. Norm put a friend of yours in grown ups. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Like he was involved with the scene, so but he worked with her too. Like he's a really warm dude, and like that seems to be what's falling out of everyone, from executives to actors and comedians that worked with them. One thing that we brought up the other day. Well, do you remember the last time? Well, how about that? Do you remember any Norm Macdonald memories that you want to share? Just uh, that he was very cool with photo shoots, like open to whatever the photographer wanted to do, very trusting, and didn't drive. (laughs) So I always had to work that into whatever we were doing. He he didn't drive. He didn't have a driver's license. I don't believe he ever drove. Um, And I actually said that on Tuesday, but um, (laughs) apparently the YouTube algorithm heard me say it because it popped up the Jay Leno's Garage where he put (laughs) – uh, 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 Norm in a car like Kayla Marzo's and then he drove it around the track but he, he didn't know how to do it he was like the left one or the right one I mean all this stuff it was great it was great he got up to you know 24 miles an hour or something it was hilarious so highly recommend checking that out also for me personally when I was a kid and we talk about all this stuff back when I was at 30 Rock when I was a kid kid like a senior in high school um, I was working on Saturday Night Live then and, I, and Norm McDonald was on the show then and then a couple of years later, I went back and I was like freelancing there as well. And he was already doing the weekend update at that point. And, um, and some of my fondest memories, I, I told this the other day, it was actually Conan when he was guesting on Conan. He worked upstairs at Saturday Night Live on the eighth floor, but he would come down frequently to do appearances on Conan. Um, and his standup was always great, but his panel was what always got all of the you just didn't know what was going to happen. The stand-up was like, oh, that's a routine. The panel, you just didn't know what was going to happen. Because that's all norm. <laughs> all norm on the fly. And my favorite one, and I, t- I mentioned this the other day, but since then, Team Coco, the official YouTube channel for Conan, has put it up. Um, there is a segment, and the irony is it's not even Norm's segment of the panel. It's an actress by the name of Tiffany Thorne. Courtney Thorne-Smith. Courtney, Courtney Thorne-Smith. That's right. Not <laughs> Tiffany Thiessen. 
Amber. Uh, Courtney Thornsmith from Melrose Place. Um, and she was the guest, and Norm's on the couch next to her because he had already been out doing panel. Oh, my God, you guys. It is so one of the funniest good. things I've ever seen solely because of the ridiculousness of it all. It's ridiculous. He's he's shitting on her while she's there to promote the movie. He's crapping on the movie. It was so funny, and I highly recommend. Um, it's a great way to see just five minutes of how Norm MacDonald's brain works. Uh, also, I was not there for these, but any of the Norm MacDonald on the Conan O'Brien Tonight Show, the short-lived Conan O'Brien Tonight Show. He was he made a number of appearances in those only several months, and they are all memorable. There's something very, very jivey in every single one that's so so good that you're just like, Norm, I can't believe you did that. You are the best. You are the freaking best. That moth joke? Are you kidding? I made you watch that one. Hilarious! Like four minutes of setup for a joke that is. That you're a dad joke for a dad joke, and it's so good eating up network airtime for that. <laughs> it's not like internet time. I mean, this this air is free. Other than all of our time, this air is free. Network airtime is expensive. Oh my goodness, Norm Macdonald, R.I.P. Buddy, Nami, 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 Nami. See what should we watch? The comedians in cars episode with him is probably pretty good. That one was great. Oh, I bet. In the vintage, the unrestored three fifty six, and then. You know, any of his, the Norm MacDonald podcast, we have them all on the media server. I don't know where you can find them, but but it's the show that predated his Netflix show. It ran for like three seasons, and it's great. It's so good. It's just a podcast. It's just a video podcast, but it's so great because of him. I have to watch that. We love you, Normie. Um, okay. Switching gears here just a little bit. Hello, Harpo Raw Wagon. Harpo Raw Wagon. <laughs> Triple caution. Good day, Ryan family. Analog Speed is here. Hello, Taylor. Flat six. First flat six. Chairman of the board. Yeah, you know it, too. I've had the board. Well, I don't want to give it away. Else, <laughs> the board is spelled B-O-R-E-D. He did hurt Burt Reynolds. He did Burt Reynolds better than Burt. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> I've seen that picture of him with the cowboy hat a bunch. That's it. So I was there for a lot of those. I was literally there in Studio 8H for a lot of those, and I mistakenly attributed the wrong writer the other day. But it was Steve Higgins, as I recall, who wrote all those fake Jeopardies. And uh, uh, anything that you saw on the show, like some of them are pretty risque and pretty funny. Anything you saw, I guarantee, in dress or at least in writing previously, they were way worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that whole like, let's see how far we can go. And then the censors pull it back. It was that kind of thing. It's kind it of what really he does. Great. Really great. And he's so smart. Like he's wicked smart and fast and quick. So we put everything together. Norm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's funny, you know, because it's an oversized hat. Oh, God, so great. And you see in his face, he takes such delight in the laughter of other people. It's so heartwarming. <laughs> All right, changing changing gears for a second. Back to uh, GVBC, and more specifically, what are you driving today? <laughs> we were very lucky last week to begin production on season two uh, of, uh, of What Are You Driving Today? And the car we got was a Herbie the Love Bug. And we drove Herbie the Love Bug last week, and it was pretty, pretty crazy and awesome <laughs> because so she, I knew it. I obviously set it up, but I hadn't told her, <laughs> and, uh, and I, I, Guards Rad and I both knew. And uh, uh, so we watched the, the three nights previous. We watched the, the, her, the first three Herbie movies. She was probably like, what the fuck is with you? Like, Why are you doing this? <laughs> We're not buying a Volkswagen. What's your deal? Um, but then when driving up uh, on Friday morning, I said, so there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of a surprise up here. Number 53 is going to be meeting us for what are you driving today? And she was like, oh, no way. That's crazy. And then when we got there, 
Herbie the Love Bug showed up, and it's just a replica. It's not a screen-used car, but it is done correctly in every way. Uh, I ran into this guy with Jay Leno up at uh, up at uh, in the Malibu Mart there, and uh, we got to know him there, and he said, oh, I'd love to have it on the show, whatever. So he came out. We had a grand old time shooting the show, David and I. You'll see that soon. But after we came back, I took Mrs. Ryan for a ride in Herbie, and that was the best part. <laughs> Her smile in that car oh. was sick. You can't even imagine. It was so magical. Unexpectedly magical in that car there. It was amazing. Yeah. So uh, good news on that. Um, as I mentioned the other day, you know, we do one for free. There's 11 episodes total for the season. We do one for free, and then the next 10 we are soliciting a sponsorship for. Um, but I will tell you this. I just locked down today three spectacular cars for What Are You Driving Today? And while you won't see them for a while, I'm going to tell you what they are because they're truly not to be believed. A screen-used kit from Knight Rider. No. The real car. One of the real cars from the show. A real General Lee from oh the Dukes God. of Hazard oh show. <laughs> Real, screen used from the show, not the movie, the show. And you're not going to believe this. A screen used Michael Keaton Batmobile. Come on. I've seen pictures. This is All awesome. real, all very real, all very real. And those so will be coming awesome. up soon on What Are You Driving Today? So if you want to sponsor any of those shows, send me a message or send Guards Rads a message and uh, we'll, we'll put something together. We're trying to find somebody to do the whole season, but that's a lot of money for one little organization. So if people want to do... You know, we'll break it down. It doesn't matter to us. We don't care. We don't care. We just want your money. Give us your money. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's so not us. <laughs> it's so not us. But I'm really excited about those cars. So that's what's going on with that. And, uh, okay, it, we, we've gotten, let's see, it's to Thursday with very little updates on Yellow Car. Yellow Car 2.0 is almost done. Almost done. The car is back together. There are still some things to do. Uh, I think we're waiting on the BBI suspension parts from uh, from BBI Autosport. And um, I think Marco wants to dyno it before and after the plenum so he can tell other people what, you know, when he recommends that part to people, he can, well, look, we did it over here and it was 20 horsepower, 30 horsepower, whatever it is. So he wants to do that as well. Um, and that's what the delay is. It's just that. Um, pretty soon we'll have yellow car back and i can't wait i can't, I can't wait for that i'm nervous about all of the things i'm nervous about <laughs> i'm nervous, nervous about paying this bill <laughs> but it's all going to be great uh and having that car back in a completely new form is going to be amazing because just going there and seeing it like you know how the car has energy like herbie the love bug that car has energy it's 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 different it's different when you go see it now it's like oh it's the same car but it's like hmm I get a different feeling just from the picture you post. Why is that? How is that possible? I don't know, but I can't wait to meet it again. It's so crazy. It's so cool. I think it kept us safe for so long while it was not running well that it's like really enjoying the TLC it's getting over at TLG. I think so, too. And since we're the people that personify automobiles. <laughs> Ariel says, hi, friends. Delighted I can finally join you live. Hello, Ariel. It's so nice to see you. So nice to see you. It was lovely having you and... Um, Raiden Motors over here for that movie night. That was a lot of fun. And then uh, and then our guest tonight is the only guy who wasn't there, and he's coming to the next one. He goes, where was my I said, you're so far away. This way. Everybody we invited was like within five minutes. He was like, well, you know, I got a car. I was like, shit. You know, it's, it's a really good point. Although if it was an actual party and we really started inviting, I mean, then where does that stop? This is not a very big place. You can't tell that from looking at this television show we do here, but it's really not a very big place. <sighs> Are you okay? How are you doing this week? 
We talked on Tuesday, but I'd like to check in again. How are you feeling? My legs are horrible, but otherwise I'm fine. I've made some really good progress, so it's hard to delineate between the two. But The pain on the legs. It's pain? It's just such extreme weakness that it causes pain everywhere else. So I'm dealing with making muting that so I can function. And it's the type of, it's not like you can stretch it out, right? Because if you stretch, it almost makes it worse later. Makes it worse later and it tires me out so fast. Like, so sad it's me. ridiculous. Mm. Whatever. <sighs> Be more like Steve says, what are your thoughts about the new Acura that's coming out in 2022? Uh, tell me about it. I need more info. Which one? I just found out today that the Grand Prix of Long Beach is now the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach. Did you know that? It was Toyota for years and years. Acura is, aren't they Toyota? Honda. Honda, that's right. Lexus, Toyota. Yeah. So it's like the Honda Grand Prix now? Are they still doing the celebrity races? Will there be an infinity celebrity race like they used to the Toyota Grand Prix? Remember they used to? I have no idea. Did you ever do that? No. Or did you, oh, you never went to the race? Oh, yeah, every year. Oh, they used to do, a, um, they used to do the celebrity races the day before on Saturday, and it was always fun. It was like, you know, Frankie Munez and uh, 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 Mario Lopez. Anybody, you know, Rutledge Wood, all of the celebrities who race cars as well. Like Jason Bateman used to do it. Uh, uh, Brandon Walsh from 90210 used to do it all the time. Cool. What's his name? Jason Priestley. <laughs> Brandon Walsh. <laughs> Huge, huge thanks to TLG for getting our Yellow yellow Car 2.0 going. Um, You've seen the post this week, Bilstein US. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. The coilovers are on the car, and I can't wait to get the car on the ground. Michelin US, the tires are on the car. Can't wait to get the car on the ground. Um, uh, Everybody else, my gosh, FD Motorsports, thank you for that. In talking to Darren, we agreed that titanium would be the better exhaust tip because black is sort of, I don't know, Neither, it didn't work for either one of us. But in sending the exhaust tips, they accidentally sent two of one side. So, <laughs> so we had to send those back. And then the only other ones they had to send out immediately were black. So we, we're going to have black tips. I don't know if it's permanent or temporary. I'm kind of hoping it's temporary, but whatever happens. Uh, but the FD Motorsports exhaust is on. Can't wait to get the car on the ground. And then uh, coming up next is the IPD Plenum and uh, GT3 throttle body. Is that it? No, there's one other thing. The Asco Asco uh, lightweight flywheel. And sex cool. clutch kit. That's all in as well. Can't wait to get the car on the ground. Gonna be fun. Gonna be fun. Uh, I have a couple quick East Coast feeds to play, and then I think maybe we'll skip the TBT because you know me. Ryan E Media SoCal, hello. EM six fifteen, hello. Auto Kennel Integra. Oh, the new Integra. Oh man, am I excited about that? Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen pictures of it. Have you guys seen pictures of it? Uh, the Integra was a car from my childhood. I mean, that was a car that we all wanted and aspired to. I, my first car was a Honda Accord hatchback and sort sort of had the look of the Integra, but it was not. 87 Honda Accord hatchback. DX, folks. DX. No air. No radio. Had a pop-up glass leaky sunroof that some previous owner had put into it. Blue on blue. That's correct. Blue on blue. 87 DX Honda Accord. I got the bra for it on the front. So you armor all the bra and the bra look good. So stupid. The car had dents in it and it was not even shiny. But I was like, oh, look at the bra on the front. Oh, it looks great. Yeah. So stupid. The stuff we did. You will love the FD. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, everybody who has it, uh, I love the sound of their car. 
So uh, when when Darren was willing to to jump on board, um, I was stoked. I am stoked. I'm thrilled. Don't let me. I mean, uh, the black tips are one thing, but I'm stoked about the exhaust. <laughs> Obviously, it's huge. Eighty-seven quarter LXI. Oh yeah, they were exactly the same. Just had options. Yours probably had power windows. Maybe a real sunroof. Definitely a radio and AC. I bet. Um, okay, East Coast Pete. These are funny, and they're from this morning, so I'm deciding to play them. Whatever we had last week, we'll shelf it. We'll do it next week. Great. But this is East Coast Feed from Danbury Chive. He's at Ridgefield BMW in Ridgefield, Connecticut. And he'll tell you what's going on. (laughs) Roll it out. COVID mandates on. (laughs) Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Ryan. East Coast Feed coming to you live from BMW. Yachty has had her run of Karen's and Ken's in the past two days. So currently, if you can see, I don't know if you can see behind us, there's an office back there with two police officers and a customer who just won't walk out. because Because he literally won't leave. He says his feet up on the chairs, the cops are here. He does look like Bernie Sanders. He doesn't look like Bernie Sanders. We, we're not really sure if it's him or not. He does have the mittens, so really not sure about that. <laughs> but anyway, if you see, I'm going to try to see if I can get a better close-up over here. Hold on, see if I can get... Uh, where the cops and stuff are. Let's take a look. See if you can see it. No, oh, damn it. All right, I got to go. Love you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, right? This is nuts. Quick follow-up. Roll it out. Trying to give you a little part, too, if I can get a glimpse into the office as I go by. All the cops and the guy. Yeah, there it is. You got all that? Oh, there you go. Woo! Part two. <laughs> Blue! <laughs> Yep, that's what's going on at BMW Ridgefield today. Whoa, that's a day. They're all about customer service over there, so I can't even imagine what happened because, like, they'll do anything for anybody to make to make it right. You know, it's a huge, beautiful factory store. Like, they they they, they want to make sure everything's good. So when somebody's that so upset, it's crazy. <laughs> so if you are in the uh, the Fairfield County area or Westchester County area, by all means, come on over and say hi to Steve Kaz over at Denver at uh, uh, Ridgefield BMW. He's in service. Go say hello. Look for that, uh, that nightmare before Christmas mask. Seems to be what he's wearing these days. Uh, okay, let's do some commercials and get our guest in here right on time. Can I have my pen first, oh, please? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Give me a second. I'm so sorry. It didn't even occur to me because I uh, – yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Why don't you uh, – can I do uh, the commercials and yes. I'll get it during oh, the break? Wait. Would that be okay? It'll yes, be like 30 seconds. No rush now that I know it's not here. They say – I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. It was my fault. I should have. I was talking to our guest. And I should have put it out there. They say all that separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. St. Clair Insurance has coverage for your toys. In this case, we're talking about automobiles and automobile coverage. Insurance coverage, that is. St. Clair Insurance shops the top providers so you get the best coverage. If I were you, I'd check out St. Clair Insurance at coverageforyourtoys.com. 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 Also, if I haven't mentioned it lately, the best bubbles in the world are made by Bubble Tree. America's Bubble Company. No, the American Bubble Company. <laughs> that would make them America's Bubble Company, right? And last but not least, this is Jay Ryan from Late Night Playset reminding you to please like, subscribe, and comment below. This feeds the internet algorithm and eventually us as well. Be a pal and like, subscribe, and comment below. It'll be fire with the smoke coming out from behind me denotes. Fire. Look at that fire. <laughs> Ridiculous. <sighs> That's it, right? We're good?
I do I it? I believe so. All right. Uh, take a quick break. We're going to uh, play these few words from our friends at Oh So Delicious Hot Sauce, <laughs> the hot sauce made by bears. And when we return, Tony Rackley will be sitting right here. She'll have a pen to medicate with, and uh, the show will go on. More to come right after this. <laughs> oh, so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Garlic and serrano mixed with love and care. You can put it on your eggs, pour it on your rice. It's great on a leg. It's better on a slice. It's oh, so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Oh-so-delicious hot sauce. Great on everything except oatmeal. Get your bottle today at ohsodelicious.org. One dollar from every bottle sold goes to the National Military Family Association. What are you driving today? 63-356-B. Hey, 111. What are you driving today? Over to you, make yourself oh. comfortable however uh, you like. And uh, I am really excited you're here because I've wanted you here for a long time. But I don't know why, that's pretty crazy, but anyway, yeah. But not for any specific <laughs> reason, solely because uh, I'm so fond of you as a person that Thank I wanted you. to Thank share you. Thank you, likewise. energy with you, uh, space and time on the show. Which is actually quite surreal because recently I've been watching lots of David Letterman and, and the fact that you have some of his stuff here is really quite surreal indeed. When we were on the porch with uh, Leno the other day, you said you had been watching him on early, early Letterman. Early right? Leno, which is really crazy. Obviously, coming from England, I didn't grow up with Jay Leno, so I've only known him as an old white-haired guy. Now I see him as this young <gasps> Elvis with the, with the Elvis collars. and collars and, and the arms all rolled up and it's... Really quite with jackets. He you was know, really, really quite it, funny. Uh, you know when he had to when he was young, up and coming. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the funniest stand-ups there ever was, in my opinion. Yeah, and the stuff he was saying then is still relevant. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just happy you're here. Is really Thank it. You. I don't happy have an agenda. Here. There's nothing to specifically talk about. Obviously, we have things we can go over. Okay. But I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Most specifically, and, I th- and traffic today was nothing. I was gifted. Oh. I, the, one of the things that's been putting me off because I'm down south and then having to come all this the way through close. this, through downtown and all the naughtiness. Today was a breeze. There's a holiday on. What's the holiday? Oh, it is a huge yes, holiday, yes. especially here in L.A. One of your new ones. Yeah, I only <laughs> recently found out. I only recently found out I may be part of the tribe. Uh, Isn't that something? Very. Who knew? How about you? <laughs> Who knows? You're a, are Part you a, of me is a mystery, so I want to leave it at that. I was going to ask, are you a European mutt type of sort of thing? Or? I only know my mother's side, so uh, old, old Irish from, from Cork. 
the Kellys. Are old cool. Ireland, old Irish before uh, uh, England. My great great grandfather came from Ireland. Okay, uh, but it, on my uh, grandmother's side, yeah. Hmm. But I don't know my grandfather. He was just old London. They were they went back centuries. What the hell brought you out here? How did you get here? I'll well, tell you hang what, on. Wait, where do we? St- where the fuck do we start? Because, like, I want to talk about your childhood because I know what kind of kid you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, want to talk I about- was a kid. Yeah, I was a kid. I know what kind of kid you were. <laughs> I was a kind kid. Yeah, I was a kind kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I grew up in South London. Um, poor working class, you know. Council estate, which is over here, is like pro- projects you call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, projects. So you know, government found funded housing, stuff like that. Uh, single mother. My father was was close by, and we, we were very close. But my mum brought up my brother and I up. So you know, things were tight as kids growing up. So, and the funny thing is, I grew up in early seventies having a thing for America. You know, because of TV. One of the big factors was the fact that my dad was a truck driver and a movie came out called Convoy. I love that movie. Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. And, that and, uh, we got that Convoy. Whole, exactly. That whole vibe <laughs> got me got me buzzed. And as a 12-year-old, my dad bought me an American lorry uh, truck, uh, a model, a one-eighth scale model with a truck. And he ended up buying me a couple more and he did them all in a fleet. So I had them all in the same color scheme. And that, on top of having... Uh, is that your phone? Yeah, why is my phone? Oh, that's phone hilarious. There? I turned it down. <laughs> I'm glad that's what it is, though. I thought it was somebody in the other room playing music. That <laughs> yeah. would have been weird. I turned. I just turned it down. It's so bizarre. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, so that kind of got me the juices flowing for America, and then I was into skateboarding as well. No shit. Yeah, yeah. So you're and the perfect recipient for these new Magnus Walker shoes. Yeah, the skateboarding exactly. shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yet to go out on my skateboard. It's been a few years, uh, but I have a skateboard, and I keep looking at it, and I keep looking people skateboard, uh, skateboard past my house. I'm thinking one day I'm going to go back out. Because I, I had a long hiatus from skateboarding until I was 40. And my wife at the time bought me a skateboard for my birthday. And I thought, okay, we'll go to the beach. We had a great day. And almost got away with it. But coming back where I lived in Santa Monica, there was a little hill. I went, let me just have a little pop down there. I went down there and all of a sudden I got a bit of speed wobble and rolled over, smacked all my oh, arm shit. up. But I wouldn't go to hospital and wouldn't admit pain at that day. I didn't want to ruin my, my birthday. So I struggled through the, the night. Laying in there at eight o'clock in the morning, I went, "Sweetheart, you better take me to hospital." <laughs> oh, you just—you're in that much pain. I was in that much pain. Oh, but I didn't want to go to hospital on my birthday. I didn't want to be in. So I thought, yeah, just just man up and just carry on. And went out that night and struggled. And that's how we got to America. But yeah, so no, so no, yeah, so escape America things and uh, just all thing Americans. You know, all the shows, obviously, like you just mentioned, Dukes of Hazard and Knight Rider. Oh, Chips, that's what I grew up with. Chips, Chips was one of the big the ones as well. You know, Punch and John. Exactly, because it made California. It was always sunny. It was always beautiful women, and cars were shiny and big. And I, I could have some of that one day. And I never thought it would ever happen. And then one winter's night, um, it was freezing cold, and it was Friday night. The other mechanics were. I was a, I was a young mechanic working in a, a garage, and uh, this lady came in, and she had broken down. A car had, had stopped, and it was pouring down with rain, freezing cold. No one wanted to help her because she was unattractive, you know. So I said, I'd help you, love. And I was 24 years old. I went out, couldn't fix the car. It was a, funny enough, it was a little Fiat 124 left-hand drive on Florida plate. So it had mm-hmm. come from America. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't fix it. I knew what the problem was. I said, jump in the car, push it back. And being a tiny car, pushed it back to the shop. Completely soaked. And then um, I fixed the car a week later. She was so appreciative. She said, if you ever want to go to... America, I have a place for you to stay. 
I went, wow. And that was like my Willy Wonka golden ticket moment. I said, yeah. It's all I'll you ever some, wanted. I'll, I'll have some of that. So I just saved solidly for, for six months. <laughs> bless you. And then got myself a, um, um, a visitor's visa for six months. And off I went. When was that? 1990. April 1990. I had no hey, clue what I was going to do. I didn't know it. I mean, I knew these people. How old but were I, you at the time? 24. 24 years old, moving out, you'd never, you're moving across country, moving across I'd never the world. Left, I've never left my mum's. I'd lived with my mum until that point. Holy smokes. You know, mum was shit. cooking me dinner every night until that point, you know what I mean? So Holy I was like, well, That's a I am big going job. out on my own. I'm having a go, yeah. And I hated being, I mean, I don't like, I don't, I'm, I'm proud of being working class because it gives me roots, mm-hmm. but I hate, I hated being looked down upon. Oh, I yeah. hated being the bottom rung on the ladder. Class system. Class system. I dated a bird who was middle class, and her parents never accepted the fact that I was a greasy mechanic. You know what I mean? So it was like, nah. So I wouldn't. Doesn't even matter how much money you make. No, nah, the fact that that's you. Oh, how intelligent you are! It's yeah. ridiculous. So, I, I, as soon as I had this opportunity to come to America, I said, I'm off. I'm, 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 I'm running on travels. So off I come. I get. I arrive, and the funny enough, when I arrive, uh, this guy, this young kid, picks me up from the airport a friend of the people that had invited me, and they said, oh, uh, they want to charge you rent. <laughs> I've got a place for you to stay, but you've got to... As I arrive, we got to pay you, we got to charge you rent. They're like, oh, you're having a laugh, and yeah. So, it's uh, all, but that is a different... Yeah, not what so that, that was basically my introduction to American realism. You know, oh. yeah, this is it. This is a no-free ride here. You know, you're having a little... I think you're having a little giggle here, but no, this is real. So I actually went for... Got a job... And um, I was actually a mechanic for a couple of weeks, but I hated doing it because they were Germans proclaiming to be Mercedes specialists and ripping people off. And because I was the Brit, I was now going to be the Jaguar specialist. So I weren't having none of that. And then I was playing cricket one Sunday, and all the Brits I met said, uh, get a job on a boat. I said, what are you talking about, get a job on a boat? I said, just... I said, I had no boating experience. The ferry across the Thames, it's my only boating experience as a kid. They said, no, just wing it. They love the accent. So next thing I know, I'm on a 70-foot motor yacht. Where was the place in... Fort Lauderdale. Wow. So your fir- you went to Miami, your first stop in, yeah. uh, in, in Which the Which is US. surreal. So I'm looking at that picture now and seeing the grid of lights. Yeah. And that's how my first impression of America was this grid of Miami, you know, and it's like, so oh, because you're looking down from the plane. Yeah, and when you're in, in, you fly over London, it's all these zigzags and all these old curvatures and really weird shapes. And, and But uh, there was like, yeah, wow. So, yeah, so I arrived 1990, got myself a job on a boat, and then... Uh, Doing what? Like, what kind of... I was the engineer, a, but I was, a, I was a day worker. A job <laughs> as the ship's engineer? Yeah, no, no, initially I was just a day worker helping the engineer, just do this, do that. Oh, okay. But we weren't doing anything because the, the, the captain would come in at 8 and he would leave at 8.20. <laughs> yeah. The owners of the boat were here in, in Sherman Oaks, funny enough. Weird. Yeah, yeah, weird. Some old guy had built the boat down in Costa Mesa, had gone across to uh, the Mediterranean, done a couple of circles of that, and was on its way back. So I, I, I joined it on its leg back to California. I'm into nautical stuff. What kind of boat was it? It was a Willard 70-foot motor yacht. It was a trawler yacht, so it was a narrow oh. beam. It was only nine foot, so it was a real roly-poly boat. It is and, uh, weird. Yeah. Nine-foot beam for a 74-foot boat? Yeah. And only did nine knots, nine and a half knots. It's so. very long and narrow for, yeah. for the... For the uh, no, not nine. Was it nine foot? Well, maybe, yeah, I think it was very narrow. We had stabilizers on it, but it wouldn't didn't stop us from That's getting amazing. jiggly. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <it was> so. <laughs> okay. No, there was times I was sitting on the, uh, sitting at the bridge, like it was my watch, and I'm sitting there, and it was seas were so rough, I was almost crying, going, "Why oh. did I do this? Well, I'm stupid. <laughs> I want to just want to be on a flat surface, smooth." Is like this the, wheel watch. Everyone would have to take their turn at wheel yeah, watch. Yeah, every four hours you do watch. It's like. Actually, we, we left Fort Lauderdale and we only made it to Miami. We broke down. <laughs> it's only 100 miles down the road. It's not even, no, not yeah, even it's 100 miles. An hour yes. <laughs> yeah, but, but yes, we broke down. Like, we only, well, so anyway, I fixed the boat the next day and the captain actually added work to it because all it was was a pump that overheated if the, the, the impeller had sheared off. But, um, <laughs> in, impeller, in, not in, the propeller. Impeller, impeller inside. Yeah. So, in, in me trying to, uh, look at it and, and diagnose what's going on. And I, I say to the um, skipper through the Tannoy phone, okay, start the engine up. And I hear this almighty scream and I walk into the engine room and smelt like somebody had been welding. And what the smell? Anyway, oh, didn't God. think nothing of it. The next day I fixed the water pump. As we go to leave and later in the afternoon, go to start the other engine that was running. And what happened is he put, he tried to start the engine while it was doing 1800 RPM. So he took all the teeth off the starter motor. And it was a big 32 volt massive thing that was down the bilge and you needed to come along oh. to get it out so that was and luckily he just got to the caterpillar you, you, ever, it, you ever have the car on already and you turn it and go Gah! yeah yeah that's <laughs> that horrible noise that feeling the RPMs up at yeah 1800 <laughs> is different yeah yeah and a big old diesel engine <laughs> eight cylinder diesel engine no it was yeah eight cylinder diesel engine and uh luckily when he went and got the, the repair part he got a second part because he only did it again across the coast of honduras <laughs> So it was like really in at the deep end. It was such an amazing trip. You should like, have been the captain, not the engineer, oh, for God's sake. It was amazing. It was amazing. I had the best trip. Four months in Acapulco. Just... Was this a, a wealthy family's yacht or was this a rental service? Or no, this is an, uh... an old boy here. He owned a bunch of uh, Sherman Oaks, like I mentioned. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. He owned a bunch of old people's homes. He was an old tribesman, him and his wife. And But you're taking him and the family out on the boat, right? It's not just you and the crew going from place to place. Or no, we, what we would do is, like, we, we started off in Fort Lauderdale. We went to Miami. Then we were on our way to Cozumel. I'm halfway across the top of uh, Cuba. We break down again. We're, we can't steer it. Now we're going around in circles. <laughs> I am the sickest. Cuba is not a place you can just pull in. Yeah, you can't just pop over. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> Actually, you could. You'd be surprised. Really? It's okay. I'm sure, I'm sure. So anyway, um, I'm sick as a dog. I am so green. I mean, my first night, first day out at sea, I don't want to be there. This is the worst place in the world. What am I doing here? I keep throwing up and I'm having the worst time. I'm laying down now at the, at the stern of the boat, down in the cruise quarters. I, I got the, we got this bed that runs uh, across the back of the, the boat and I'm laying on it wanting to die and then the captain comes running down, pulls me off the boat, pulls, uh, sorry, pulls me off the bed, pulls the mattress out of the way, pulls all these, these, um, uh, 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 panels up and underneath is the steering. I said, what's going on? He goes, we've got no steering. Oh, but there's some sort of manual access point well, underneath no, your bunk. Well, have got two rudders because it's a twin rudder. It's a twin screw boat, so there's two <laughs> rudders. So I was laying on top of the, the steering linkage. Got it. I mean, I didn't break it. It wasn't nothing to do with me sleeping there. Right. But, so... That's funny. <laughs> what the... happened to the steering? Uh, Tony took a nap. <laughs> so... Uh, we had to call the Coast Guard. Mayday, mayday. My first night out on a ship. Mayday, mayday. <laughs> and you're already sick. And I'm not sick. I'm it. dying. I, I, do? I, I don't want to ever be at sea ever again. This is <sighs> the worst day of my life. What am I doing? So anyway, finally what happens is um, we, can, we can steer the boat through like a tank, you yes. know, using motors. So that's what we did. We turn around and we so we're between Cozumel, which was our destination. Your captain had to figure that out. And, and a lot of people only drive that yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, 
our Key West. Where do we want to go? We want to get to get this boat repaired. So we took a bet that Key probably West. America's probably <laughs> yeah, the best bet. So we turn around and it took us a few hours and the Coast Guard was calling us every hour. How are you doing? Progress, give us your, your Latin long. So, oh, that's um, good. They, they would check in with They would check in with way. us. That's, and then we finally got in. And I, as, as we got into to, uh, Key West and we got in Lear the Land and it was calm, I started to feel a little better. My color started coming back. And then <laughs> I felt <laughs> initially when this was going on, I'm thinking, oh, man, as soon as we hit land, I'm running and I'm never looking I'm never, over my shoulder. I'm leaving my again. shit behind. I don't care. <laughs> I'm running. I'm out of here. So uh, what happened was... Because I calmed down, I started to feel a little better, and I felt a little obligated to help fix the boat. So we went down, and what had happened is the two rudders, and they have a, a shaft, the, the rudder stock, and then it has a flange underneath that the, the, the rudders are attached to, mm-hmm. and it had actually come unwelded. But luckily, the lower part of the, the, the rudder was had a skeg on it, so it was held in place, so it didn't oh, fall out. it didn't out. fall off. It didn't fall off. Right. So we, we repaired that, and, and it was really bad weather, so we couldn't go out to sea. So... I kind of felt better, and I thought, well, you know, let's give it a little bit more of a chance. So then one day we go out, and it's Oktoberfest. Oh, for fuck's sake. Like the best time, <laughs> the best weekend to be in Key West. In, in Key West. And then, so we um, we go out for lunch one day, me, the captain, uh, the stewardess, and the delivery captain. And we bump into a, two or three other crews of yachts. And, and the funny, the yacht in world in Florida is mostly lot very British, mm-hmm. the f- same as Europe as well. It's just like the British is something like we're all admirals or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's, it's so retarded. <laughs> so, uh, so we we sat down and had this lunch with all these people, and everybody was swapping stories. Like one had worked on the Henry Ford boat, and all these other rich people around the world, and they were... This is like Titanic, all the old money conversion. Yeah, and all the money, right, and this, right, is, right. this is the underground, right, you know, right. the lower end of the... the, the <laughs> steerage. The, the, we're all steerage, we're all having a chat about it, and uh, I started thinking, man, I want to be part of this, I want to get in, in this, get in on this adventure. So I just said, you know what, I'm going back to sea, I'm determined to overcome seasickness, and I did. And I had the best time. How long did it take for you to overcome, and then how long did you do this boat thing total? So it was about a week or so. Before all you... I could live on was at the time was uh, um, um, Gatorade. Oh, the powdered, electrolytes. Yeah, powdered Gatorade, just living on that, and then finally Good got Lord. to the point where I could be in a big sea and I could be munching something down, which I didn't think it was possible. But uh, yeah. otherwise, it would just it, it would just, just come, come yeah, up. It would yeah. just be so. But yeah, I, I, I really got. <laughs> we, we missed Cozumel, unfortunately, so we ended up down in Belize. And then for the boat, the captain said that the owner liked to scuba dive. So he says, oh, do you mind getting your scuba license? I says, well, not really. I mean, the part's paid, paid, paid to do it. Why yeah. not grab an extra feather for the hat? So, um, and also you're gaining an experience that can, you can use the rest of your so life. So my first dive is Belize, the <laughs> second largest oh, barrier reef. Yacht. <laughs> <laughs> the second largest barrier reef in the world. It's like, hello. And my job was to keep with the, with the owner and have a little paddle about with the geezer. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, You're kind of Forrest Gumpy too, where you kind of find yourself in these amazing it's situations. Just, it's That's never, me too. It's never ending. It's never ending. Uh, it's oh. just being open. If you just open to everything, you know. Yes, man. And smile a lot. If you smile at people. It, it, that's the oh. initial thing you need to do, you know. Walking around like yeah, this exactly. all the time. Yeah, people aren't going to say hello to you. No, no, You're not going to no, open no. a lot of doors. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I mean, I got to. I tell you something. Little little secret thing here. So, I you know I, I ship cars around. Um. And when we ship, when we <laughs> yeah, ship let me a, tell you something. I, I do that. <laughs> when, when we when we uh, ship a car out at the airport, 
when they, it goes out, it has to be checked by customs. So we have to put it on the property inside the bonded warehouse and then... Uh, it's not like a free port or something, is it? No. Okay. No, it's just at the airport. So okay. They have to check it there. But the other day I was dropping the car off and I was a bit held up because there were some other people dropping a lot more cars off in front of me. So the guy came in and he goes, where's the car? I said, it's on the back of my truck. He came out on the back of my truck, looked at it. He said, promise me you're taking it inside. I went, I promise you. He signed it off, which is something oh, really illegal. You mean like, because theoretically it's... It's not on the bonded property. So, yeah. yeah. But so, wow. Because I smile at the guy and I treat him well, you know. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. And yeah. you have next. <laughs> I think that helps a lot, you know. I, I really yep. get my way around the airport. It's really fun. But I treat everyone as equals, you know. I, don't, I never above anybody, you know. So You've been that way since the day I met you and I'm assuming... Yeah, yeah. It's probably all of your life. Yeah, absolutely. Is that yeah, a philo- yeah. part of your philosophy too? Treat yeah, yeah. Well, because I'm inferior, so I <laughs> well wing my way through things. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with the wordage that you use, but I definitely understand because fundamentally, yeah, yeah. that's how I did it. Yeah, too. yeah. You have the lack of confidence, and you just wing it all the time, and you find yourself yeah, in situations, yeah. and somehow you make it through them. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you get that experience for next time. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, like Forrest Gump, find yourself in these crazy, amazing situations. I'm for sure the same way. Later on in life, now you're into car. Were you into cars always? Always, Because my dad gave me a remote control truck when I was a kid, too. Glory. Truck when I was a kid. And that is, I think, what got me I grew up in a garage. My dad was a mechanic. So as a kid, I grew up in a garage. Okay. So then after you're done with the boat thing and you're in America, you go, I want to get into cars? Or how did that all So now what happened was I I, um, were at sea for eight months. Oh, wow. You really did. Oh, yeah. We, what <laughs> we would do, we, we, we came down Florida. <laughs> we came out. To, uh, we didn't make Mexico, unfortunately. So we end up in Belize. We go down to Belize. And at the, at the base of Belize, there's a river called Rio Dulce. And then you go into Rio Dulce. And there's a great big lake, like Isabella. One side is Honduras. Uh, sorry, one side is uh, Guatemala. And the other side is Hon- British Honduras. Mm-hmm. And there's a little village there called, a little town called uh Livingstone that you could only get to by boat at that time I'm sure they probably it's called a road Livingstone in by Livingstone it's a little and it was all old Spanish there was all like arm, arm, armaments there and mm-hmm. stuff like that and there used to be a chain across the the river it was all part of the Spanish Armada stuff you know? sure so uh yeah went down there and we came along the coast of Honduras we were going to go down the coast of Nicaragua but we were told that it was pirates so we ended up going down this island wow. called San Andreas that was once British but now Colombian. It was idyllic. I mean, it was San Andreas is Colombian now. San Andreas, a little island off the Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah it's I Colombian. Remember. But we did a twenty-eight hour journey from the corner. Um, like I said, uh, he'd broken the starter motor once before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second time was we were leaving. <laughs> we were leaving the Rio Dulce, which is in the little as uh, Belize comes down and Honduras goes down in the corner. There's this river. So we're leaving, and he wants to leave at 12 at night. I'm saying, surely there's a sandbar there. Surely we knew tides. that. Sorry, we knew, about the, tides. we knew about the sandbar. I said, surely 12 o'clock is not a good time. We can't see where we're going. Blah, blah, blah. No, we're fine, we're fine. Oh. We go out a little bit, and all of a sudden, we're just, we're just stuck on a sandbar. You're and the boat's just actually rocking from like this. And I'm Be- thinking the water's going to go down low enough we would roll over. Yeah, it's but not a flat-bottom boat. You've no, it's a, not. Right. It's, yeah, it's got a, a curvature to it. So. But anyway, <laughs> we finally go off in the morning, and... What did he do? Breaks no, jeez! But at this time, I had, I, funny enough, I'd gone, because um, we'd been in this Livingstone for about a couple of weeks, I think it was, two or three weeks we were there. Because the owners, what they would do is they would fly in. 
spend a couple of weeks on board and then fly off. And then we would spend the next couple of weeks getting to the next port. Ah, so you would country. you would ferry from place to place yeah, there would and be, they would fly there in. There would and be just three to four of us on there. the boat at any one time. That's how you do it at that level. If we were doing a long journey, <laughs> yeah. we would get a, a delivery captain come with us so to right. break it all up. Hire Captain Ron, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, boss. <laughs> That's all I can think of. <laughs> we watched that movie the other day. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I worked on that boat. What? Yeah, in in, in Newport Beach. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> Hilarious. What, what a small world. Yeah, really. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I arrived. Uh, finally arrived in California in 1990. And uh, sorry, 91. Sorry, oh, 91. Yeah, right, right, yeah. So it was a year. Oh, so you got here on the boat? Like you, you... I came by boat, yeah. Hilarious! <laughs> yeah. Hilarious! You flew to this country, and then you boated all around South America. Yeah, we went down through the Panama Canal, and then went through the canal up to uh, Costa Rica, stayed in Costa Rica, the most amazing meal I've had, ever had in my life. But my and point then... is, you've never, like, driven across country or whatever from... Or not at least at that not, time. Not at that time, I hadn't, so... Um... Wow. Yeah, so I have Costa Rica, then Acapulco, and then got stuck in Acapulco for four months. Which is really miserable, you know. It's just well, well, the worst place in the world. I uh, feel like there's uh, a little uh, bit of sarcasm uh, here. Yeah, no, it was really great. Yeah, <laughs> you were Amazing you were a young time. kid, right? So there's a lot I was of, young kid. I a lot of this, what you're looking for. I is met there. this young English girl. Um, uh, we 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 played around for a bit, and uh, <laughs> she was staying around. She was staying in this house. I don't have a Chiron for euphemism, but I think that was a euphemism. <laughs> she uh, she had her two brothers with her, a mum and dad. The- and invite, and we, we really held off. We spent three weeks together. Wow. Um, they up, had I mean, no problem with your class. No, so I ended up having Christmas dinner with him. In Acapulco, my first Christmas away from England. Was in Mexico. Was in Mexico, Acapulco, with 18 people. One American, the rest were British. Whoa, and we had no a full kidding. English, uh, full-on roast dinner, all the trimmings. We had a treasure hunt during the day. It was surreal, you know, in Acapulco. You know? Did they do Boxing Day the next day and all that stuff? Oh, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, That's yeah. so cool. So we spent a couple of weeks with them, and we had New Year's Eve there. What it was, that the parents were um, teachers in Mexico City, and oh. uh, he was an art teacher, the father, and one of his very dear art artist friends owned this beautiful home in Acapulco. It was three-tier looking over the bay. Gorgeous. Just, yeah, idyllic. So they were staying. You're right. It didn't suck. <laughs> so they, so they uh, stayed there every Christmas. And so I just bumped into her one Christmas and, uh, yeah, we had fun. And we went to Acapulco. Uh, sorry, I went to uh, Mexico City with them. And it's a brilliant, the best time. It sounds amazing. Do you keep in contact with anybody from that family? I know that was years and years and no, years ago. But, like, no, did you after? No. no okay. No, no. Um, all right. So 91, you're in, you're in, did you say San Diego, L.A.? Where did you well, San Diego came to me at Ray. Get out. And read that right, yeah. So you ended up where you are now via boat, and you've been there ever since dealing in cars. Yeah, and it, well, yeah, so I ended up staying in boats. So I arrived Oh, in, did you used to live in the marina, like on a boat in the marina? I lived on a boat for three years, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really cool. Where were you and what kind of boat? It was, I was in Dolphin Marina and Tahiti Marina. And I know I it, yeah. Little Owens, a thousand, it was a 28-foot Owens. 1960 wooden boat, really cute. 28 foot is fine for one person. Perfect, one person. That's plenty yeah. of room. I had a bird at the time, but she never lived with me. Yeah, Came yeah, and yeah. went, yeah. <laughs> you want to sleep on the boat or come to my place? Yeah, whatever. Wow. Where is that in the marina? And I saw, so funny enough. Uh, uh, off of Fiji or. Uh, well, there's one the, off Fiji and one off Tahiti Way. Yeah, Tahiti yeah, Way. Yeah, Tahiti yeah, Way. Yeah, oh, it's right across from where we met at your old place. She used to live at Down the Down where Archstone. are the. Um, Fisherman's Village? No, that sushi place. What is it called now? It's Long Gong. 
There were well, one, one was what's that place? Oh, I can't, can't believe I've gone blank on that. Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory is not the, there the, anymore. The, no, that is, but there, there used to be a Japanese uh, sushi place. There was a Cheney place. I can't think. Of, there was two of them or three of them, maybe more. No, you're right, but it, that was out of business even the whole time I lived there. Oh, really? I yeah, think so yeah. yeah it was. Gee, looked, I've been there so long. It's, yeah, I guess it's thirty it, it years. It looked all ornate and everything. Yeah, exactly. I moved there in two thousand, two thousand one, something like that, and it was already shuttered. Yeah, I'd, I'd long gone by. There was then, a chart yeah. house down there too. Used to be. I don't chart know. Chart house, still yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's probably gone too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Cheesecake Factory still there or no? I think it is. I live around the Do corner. Do you remember since you've been there that long? I used to every Sunday, every single Sunday, like a ritual, would go to a place called. Uh, oh my God, what's it called now? It's funny because it used to. There was another one in Malibu uh, Village. Oh, another one. Casa place. Escobar. It was called Casa Escobar. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was across from the Marina Marriott, and now it's a whole another hotel or something yeah, but it yeah, used to be yeah. like a small hotel and a nice restaurant not yeah, a nice yeah. restaurant but a big Mexican restaurant Did you ever yeah the arena's that? changed completely now since I left I remember oh, yeah Kafuni's okay. Kaf- 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 yeah. gone we know that oh, yeah, the yeah, sushi yeah. place that was my favorite that's place. where I met Matt, Matt Farrow it is? yeah oh that was a secret place of all the locals there we, everybody who was in that neighborhood was there all the time oh really yeah what about uh, is Baja still there? Baja Cantina? And new owner but um Oh, new owner. Still there, yeah. I saw, I saw the owner up at Pebble. He's a good mate of mine. Is the other, the other Baja is the same? Was, connected? was, not now. Oh. He just owns the one up in Carmel. I gotcha. And then uh, I'm trying to think of all the other places. CNO Trattoria? That's gone. End of Washington. Really? Yeah. They didn't make COVID. Didn't make COVID, no. no that's is the other one still open, I read? CNO Cochina further up the yeah, road? Yeah, the one up the road yeah. still there. The Rat yeah, Pack yeah. Bar and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, that's still there. When I, you, you, in fact, you'll remember this. Remember when 26 Beach was down at the end of okay, Washington yeah, when yeah. it was 26 Washington? Yeah. So do I. Nobody remembers that. Yeah, yeah. Well. I've seen a menu from that time. <laughs> well, no, because it's still around. It's just it moved up. Uh, it's 26 Beach, but it's not 26 Washington anymore. But it's I, up by the other CNO yeah. Trattoria. Sorry, I love your area. I love living there. I, I lived there for I years love it. and years I know, it's and years. weird. I've never... When I was married, I lived in Santa Monica for a minute, but that's, that's the it's furthest I've ever lived away from uh, the vibe. marina. Marina, I like because it's just so laid back. Everyone on the peninsula, nobody yeah, gives yeah. a fuck. Yeah, It's all old-timey people. Yeah, I love it. I love living there. Um, do you want to talk about where you live, or do you want to skip that? <laughs> I live in the marina. <laughs> no, I mean... The- <laughs> <laughs> Behind the whaler, that specific place. You don't want to talk about that? Magnus told me to ask about it. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, when you first started coming up to Breakfast Club, there's a guy who's been coming for a long time. And uh, uh, one day when you left and drove away, the, the, our friend said, uh, "Man, that guy is so cool. Every time he's here, he's just he. That guy reminds me of Sex Pistols. He's just the Sex Pistols. He's got the whole thing. It's just." That's who he is. And I was like, wow, do you know anything about him? And he's like, no, it's just the vibe he gives off. And I was like, do you know that he literally lives in Johnny Ron's house? <laughs> and then he's literally friends with I mean, like, this, you couldn't be more on the money. I remember someone saying that, but not who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when, I, when we were, the first time we ever talked, you said that you lived down there and you told me where you live. I was like, I know exactly where that is. You used to fucking hang out at the Whaler all the time. And yeah, sometimes... Yeah. If you recall, I don't know if it was the case, but people would end up there afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah back yeah. back when I was hanging out down <laughs> yeah, there anyway. Back in the day, yeah. It was a party house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before you lived there, probably. <laughs> yeah, long before me, yeah. No, it's a hardcore party house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, well, so you get back to California. How do you get back into cars? You were that into was, cars that as a was kid. quite a while because I actually arrived in 91. Um, didn't know what I was going to do. I just, actually I floated for uh, for six months because I had made all this money at sea. Because you're at sea, you, you can't, can't spend, spend it, it. Yep. and then all the expenses are paid. So when you do go out on land, 
You still don't have money to spend. It's, yep. it's it's someone else's. And your room and board is on the boat. You're all covered. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So and he even said to me when I was in Acapulco, which is really a strange thing to ask. Oh, where do you want to go for your holiday? You can go on holiday. I'm in Acapulco working. Yeah. So I go back to London. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Two weeks. I know everyone hated me because like I'm going back to work in Acapulco. Whereas everyone at that point, that was at the time of the first Gulf War. So everyone thought oh, yeah, they were getting, yeah. I went there second week of January. That's everyone when it all happened. Like, well, like, I was first week then. Because when I was leaving, that was when it was all kicking off. And uh, so I was going back to work in Acapulco. I was blonde, blue-eyed, pocket full of cash, <laughs> loving life. All my off friends, to Mexico. My friends just got over Christmas and it was freezing. They're all skint and they all want to <laughs> think and they don't, don't want to go to Afghanistan. And I missed that war when I... When I got finally got back to civilization after being down in South America, Central America, there was the uh, coming home parades. From really, so I never. So thought, you skipped the whole thing. I skipped the whole thing. Well, that's I just nice. Didn't that was a short one, though. That was only like that was a year only and a half one, or something. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was only six months, wasn't it? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I think it was only six months. Desert Storm, they called it. <laughs> it wasn't a war. It was Operation Desert Storm. The Gulf. The Gulf. Uh, they didn't call it a Gulf War at first. I can't remember what it was. It was yellow is all I remember because uh, everyone in my neighborhood had shit up. You get a yellow ribbon. Yeah, you oh, yeah. Tell no, a yellow yeah, ribbon yeah. around the tree. Yeah. yeah, yeah Good yeah. Lord. <laughs> yeah, so, so 1990 crazy. arrived and then 91 I arrived. But so what I was doing, I took some time off. I bought myself a Porsche, bought a little 914. Sweet. Sweet little thing. Paid cash <laughs> for it. It was lovely red, black interior. And someone had told me that they had questionable fuel lines. And even though I was a mechanic, I didn't have the ability to fix it. I didn't have any tools oh, or a lift no, or anything. This is going. Oh. And so I go and put it in a shop and have it all completely done. <laughs> oh, all okay. new hoses, brilliantly. Okay. So one night, I'm living down in San Pedro at the time, and I'm up in um, at the King's Head in Santa Monica with my friend, the, the guy I live with, and uh, he was drunk on Guinness. We're driving home. On the, the King's on Head the, or the Ye Old King's Pub? The Old King's Head. Yolk, is that what it's called? Yolk King's Head? Yeah, Yolk King's Head. I always thought it was Yolk King's Pub, but anyway. Yeah, Yolk King's Head. So uh, we're driving back down 105, uh, sorry, on the the 405. Thing starts coughing a bit. It's a bit weird. What's going on? It's like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. I make the transition onto the 110, and it makes this big cough. I look behind me, there's a big ball of flame. Mm. What the hell's that? So I quickly pull over. Wake Chris up. Chris, Chris, wake up. The car's on fire. And we get out, and the flames are licking up. Course, under the seals once you stopped because it must have been the line from back from forwards to the engine so we jump out and uh, we're standing there and this thing's burning up going crazy it's two o'clock in the morning saturday night there on are the 110 going to san pedro on 110 so luckily that there would been some road work so there was two lanes that were cornered off so luckily oh. i was able just to roll straight into them lanes and there was 30 odd people around there was all these flashing lights there was police there was all this commotion then there was nothing. Everyone just disappeared. And my friend and I were standing next to this black blob going, well, what the fuck just happened there? So everybody came and then they're like, yeah, well, we two can't do fire it. Trucks so they all just left? Because it was uh, the magnesium in the gearbox. The thing was popping and parting. And, and it oh, took I a get bit. your point. They put it out. They put and it out and everyone left. just left. Like, okay, stay here for that. Yeah, good. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> see ya. I was like, what the, what the? Welcome to California. I'd only been there a couple of weeks, you know. Thanks a and then, lot, And then we walk, we're walking down the, um, the the hard shoulder, walking back. We're only we're only a few miles to the, to to where we're going to be home. And the car pulls over. Oh, you guys want to ride here? Yeah. Oh, you got any gas money? <laughs> Holy <laughs> crow! Really? <laughs> Funny fuel just. It was the end of it. But us the a crazy few thing ago. is, I, I got back to uh, the next morning. I got a phone call from the captain because I'd left the boat at the time. 
And today we're making a delivery up to to uh, Seattle, and, and the current uh, engineers in in the hospital. Do you want to make the trip? So I said, yeah, I'll do it. So I ended oh. up making the money back from the Porsche. Go pay for yeah. it. Did they were they able to fix the Porsche or did it burn? No, it was, it was a total. black blob. Yeah, I mean, it actually, in hindsight, it was a it was a good thing because well, not never burning cars never a good thing, but especially <laughs> <laughs> that beautiful thing. I didn't even get a photo of it. I oh still my god! Think gosh. about it now. Oh man! But anyway, um, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So, so I, the, the bloke I bought it from, he felt really bad, even though it was nothing to do with him. I mean, he just sold me a car, and it's I, weird I that you went some. and paid to have it done, and then it didn't, still didn't. I mean, that's I went where, back that's to the bloke that did it, and well, what do you do? What do you? Right, I, I couldn't sweep it up. We actually just walked away from it because it wasn't in my name at that time. I didn't want to be responsible for yeah. it. Yeah, I'd already paid out a lot. I didn't want to pay out more to have the thing taken away. So I went and saw him. The old boy, and we ended up being friends, and I ended up working him for a while. And he ended up giving me—he uh, he felt bad—and he ended up giving me um, uh, a Chevrolet Cavalier wagon. Oh, Woody, sweet. a Woody, a brown one. I've never pretty, seen that. Pretty car. hideous. I've never seen that car. Pretty, it, was, it should have been way out. It should have been somewhere in the Midwest. It should never have been here. So um, we. Um, so I ended up going out, and because I don't drink, I've never been really much of a drinker. I was a drinker on the boat. That's all you could do. I yeah. mean, Acapulco, I got so sloshed. <laughs> um, but um, and after when I got to normality and civilization, I didn't, I'm not really been a big drinker. So I wasn't drinking, so I'd always drive. And at that time, it was 91, and that was the start of the rave scene in America. Mm. And I just left the rave scene in London from 87 to 90. It's just getting here. And I thought, oh, God, what a what relief. I just got away from that. And all of a sudden, it happens again. I went, oh, yeah, shit. Pills and music, great. Oh, shit. <laughs> Be rude not to. So uh, <laughs> so I had to go at that. And had, but the problem, the thing was, because I didn't drive and I was always sober, I became friends with everyone because I was driving around with a wagon. If I had the two-door car, I'd only have one mate. I'd probably no mates. and would be yeah. being no mates. So then I ended up being Mr. Popular. <laughs> Because I don't mind driving people. Well, I don't mind doing things for people. So I would drive, drive them home and take them home. And people would always remember that. They'd say, oh, I remember you took me home that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really nice. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I was more popular. And I ended up being invited everywhere. So Because you were the right home. Because I was the right home, yeah. <laughs> but still, it opened doors, I bet. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's good, good. So, yeah, so I played around with boats for um, a few years. I actually... Um, but how did you get into cars? So I, I sold boats for – no, I, I repaired a sailboat from stem to stern. I was desperate for work, and I called my buddy up. He goes, oh, do you want to do day job, day work, $10 an hour? I said, yeah, I'll do sure. that. Ended up working on this sailboat, ended up taking over the project and rebuilt it from stem to stern Whoa. for two years. It was a brilliant job. The guy paid me cash. I, he let me let my parents stay on it when they visited. Amazing. He let me drive these Cadillac Eldorado, big 981 <laughs> cool thing. <laughs> so I was, you know, my parents thought I was a rock star when, I, when they came over, living in this beautiful boat on the marina. I did that for a couple of years. Then I got approached by a guy on the dock one day, and he said, hey, you ever thought about selling boats? So mm. I ended up selling boats for five years. and sold boats In the marina? Every, in the marina. I sold boats from San Diego. Like on the Fisherman's Village side? No, I was, uh, I was on Tahiti Way. Oh, we, oh even the there? Ch- just there in yeah. the... Yeah. Oh. Well, I would live in on my boat. I would walk up the dock, walk onto my, <laughs> into my office, and I would go back to the boat, get changed, walk down the road to the oh, gym. amazing. And then I would walk around the corner to the market. I could spend a whole week without driving. That's amazing. Because all the big, you know, the brokers are over on the other side now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Village. Wow, that's crazy. See, I was where the, where the ship store was, upstairs from there. And right. my boat was right out front. So it was brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> wow, that is a hell of a freaking deal. So I sold boats for five years, and then I ended up working for a guy that wasn't as wasn't really that great, and it was uh, I wasn't making any money. And then a mate of mine, uh, Neil Thomas, who's another car guy, he uh, 
called me one day and said, hey, checkered flag in the Marina del Rey, the classic car dealership, is looking for a web guy. Can you do anything? Can you do webs? I went, oh, yeah, of course I'll do that. So uh, I went in that Was day. Was Neil's place back then? Neil Jaffe's. Yeah, yeah, yeah still Neil's. Yeah, so... Uh, Neil's JP and his Tim's still there? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> J- oh, JP was my other boss. You're kidding. JP, oh, we'll go back to... Yeah, right but of course really I know bizarre. those guys. Yeah, yeah my I've, old boss I've, works... I've bought cars for other people My from old boss Check worked for my old boss. So cool. It's so weird. So, but this, this oh, business... Oh, you're kidding. Is, she worked for... No, JP worked, worked for Neil. Oh, yeah, no. I and I worked for JP. Yeah, got I it. I worked for Neil. Got it. Got it's it. very ancestral, this business. Got it. Oh, the car community in, in general. You, Everyone knows somebody from somewhere. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I think I'm caught up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I worked at the checker. For my mate said, can you do websites? I said, yeah, of course I can. So I went in that day and looked at the website. What the fuck? When did you luckily, start there was a help menu. So I just went through the help <laughs> menu and managed to pull in punters. When were you starting a checker flag? Like when that was, was that? 99. <clears throat> that's right around the time I was moving to the marina. And Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, so 99. That's where I met Magnus. He, he came into the store. That's where we uh, met Magnus. In Checkered Flag? In yeah. Checkered Flag is where we met Magnus. That's so bizarre. Hilarious. How weird is that? He was there looking at a car. We were, whatever. He was yeah, looking at a car I had already driven cars, And then I saw him again. Uh, a Barrett Jackson, 2000 Barrett That's Jackson. That's such a was small world. That, uh, That's such a weird small world. I was it was like seven thinking, years ago. I was just thinking that I connected him with that place. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't yeah, figure yeah, out yeah. why. So I worked there small for many world. years and then uh, then played around a bit at other locations with, around the town. Been to loads of different God, that's so cool. So I know that when I – all right, I'm going to shift gears just for a second. When I originally asked you to, t- to do the show, you said, yeah, we'll talk about stolen Rolls Royces. Can we actually talk about stolen Rolls Royces? Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. want to know about stolen Rolls Royces. <laughs> <laughs> so a mate of mine calls me – a mate of mine comes into town. He's um, ex-Formula 1 driver. He, he, he buys a place. Can't drop a name because he's an ex Formula One driver. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, an Irish old Formula One driver. So, oh, I know who it is. Sure. Yeah. Got it. So he uh, buys this house up in. Uh, I'm not going to drop the name, but you can't say his name, or you just Eddie don't Irvine, want to. No. So he oh, he, uh, <laughs> he buys a he <laughs> he buys a um, a house up on Kings Road above uh, Sunset. Yeah. He's dating Pamela Anderson. And he called me one day, and we we'd been going out a few times, and he, we'd been discussing. He, he wanted a car for L.A. You know, what should I go? Should I get a Bentley? Should I get a Big Merc? A, a Roll? So one day he calls me and says, oh, get me a Phantom. Find a Phantom. All right. So I have a call around, and I find one down in um, Newport Beach. So uh, it's $348,000. Mm-hmm. And they won't swap it to Beverly Hills. you got to so, buy it uh, there. <laughs> I called him up, told him, told him the car, black, black, brand new, 2006. He says, all right, let's go down and get it. So we go down and get it. He writes a check. And uh, I said, you know, you got to get insurance. He said, well, I don't have a license. <laughs> I don't have a, like a U.S. license. I don't yeah. have a U.S. license. Yeah. Shit. So I called my insurance company. I said, I've got a bloke here, Rolls, 2006, blah, blah, blah. How much do you insure it for six months? He said, six grand. Jeez, that's nothing. Oh, that's way too much. Oh, is it for a, for said, a Rolls? <laughs> he says, he says you've got a California license. He says, see how much it will be for you. Oh. oh, okay then. I call up. It's only three grand. <clears throat> that's huge. He said, well, Half okay, yeah, we'll, we'll put the car in the company name. We'll put you on as a company director, and we'll do it that way. So now you work Happy for Eddie Irvine. <laughs> so now I work for a fictitious company, you know. Oh, wow. So anyway, a couple of weeks go by. Well, back a week goes by. He's enjoyed the car. We've gone out a couple of times and uh, had fun in it. And uh, he calls me one day and says, hey, you got to come to the Hollywood police station. The car's just got stolen. 
And it's in your name. And it's in my name. You've got right. to make out the police report. And I, I wasn't feeling that good that night. I said, I can't come. because no, you've got to come. I'm leaving first thing in the morning. Right? So I ended up making the police report. I called the insurance company. But I realized as I'm talking to the insurance company, he's like in, interrogating me. I'm thinking, what's going on here? So anyway, long story short, I got the car back. Ah, okay. <laughs> Had it disappeared temporarily? Had it disappeared? No, it gone. I, I, so what happened was uh, a kid had something in, is a, a mess. No, so a kid had come into the dealership down in Newport Beach and said, "Hey, I'm looking for the owners of this car," which is kind of a ballsy move. move. So uh, the dealer calls me and said, "This kid's coming looking for the owner, the, looking for you guys." I said, "Really?" I said, "Give me his number." So I give him his number. Uh, someone in the valley. I go and meet meet with the guy, and he tells me the, where the car is, and I basically just go and get the car back. Holy smokes! Was it a uh, a, a like mafiosa a... situation? <laughs> well, I was going to ask, was it that, or was it a uh, no? Like it was you a got very to scary to situation. But I was spent... it a hot? Uh, uh... Oh no, no! I just went in there with my London big mouth, with <laughs> 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 my fucking car back. Well, I actually called the police, and the police arrived. But the guy that had the car was so ballsy, he sent the police away. Yeah, that's a and move. then he pulled me. He goes, "Come on!" And he started apologizing to me, saying, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal the car, but I didn't know the car was stolen." No, he's first telling me he didn't know the car was stolen. He came out with this whole cock and bull story, yeah. and but for some reason he gave it back to me, and I didn't end up dead. I spent eight hours with a geezer. Unbelievable! I should have been dead. So the whole thing, he calls you, the car is stolen, and it goes missing, and then. The dealership calls you, says, hey, this guy, and you call the guy, and he says, I bit off he's more than snitch. I could chew. He's a snitch. This isn't what I intend. Ah, that's he's what I'm snitch. getting. So he's no, 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 he's a, a snitch. He's, well, because he's on, the, on, the report, on, the, well, on the report of Sal, it says Mustang Ranch, LLC. Mustang Ranch. That was the name of your, my, my that buddy's, was the name of the, uh, that's the name of the company. <laughs> and my Bunny Ranch or whatever? <laughs> yeah, it is. And the funny thing is, my buddy didn't know that. His other friend <laughs> set it up for him as a joke. Oh, my God. He didn't even know what it was when he first got Hilarious. it. So, um, <laughs> Hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, he lost me train of thought with it. Oh, my oh, God. I'm sorry. Boy. So, but no, but so you met, that's the guy you met. met. I, I can't believe how that all happened. That's, so it's probably a ring of like, oh, yeah, well, that's a big car. We usually yeah, no, get something he, he, for that. So the kid came in and told me where the car was. So I went over and it was a, in a body shop in the valley. and uh, That's where you would keep it. Yeah, yeah. They were going to cut it up. But, uh, yeah. But is it because it was Eddie Irvine's car? That no, they no, didn't? they were going to – you didn't want to stole it for the guy told me. They were going to make body molds for Chrysler 300. And make it look like a make, make, no you know, Yeah. And then they were going to cut the car up when they were finished. Wow. But make I a bunch managed. of fiberglass molds so that you can make – you get it. Right. Make three hundreds look like uh, uh, phantoms. So the, hilarious. Some bloke reckons he wants to make a movie about it. So we'll see. Well, it's about a good the eight story, hours. But what happened? You know what I mean? Like you got the car back, and well, I just you have out to embellish a little bit. Yeah, I just hung out with this guy, and I told him I wanted the car back, and he said the car wasn't here, and, and basically he stalled me for six, seven hours because the car was in pieces, and he was putting it back. He had a team. Oh of, my god! He had a team of guys putting it back together. <laughs> Hilarious! You were not supposed to come today. You were supposed to come tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but I was ballsy. I wasn't taking shit. No shit. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't really get scared by too many people. Is it because you were in fights and stuff when you were a kid, or just you've seen it all and you know that it's all bullshit? If you die, you die. I mean, it's yeah. What are we fighting about? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I don't it, really none care. of this is real anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, um, so uh, you're such a Buddhist. It's great. But the mad thing is, so I, I um, get the car back. So I'm there. I'm there about one o'clock in the in the afternoon on a Saturday. I don't get the car back until about eight thirty that that same night. So then we leave. I, I leave in the car. To, I. T- Basically, it's in the body shop, and when I go in, it's in this big double booth 
uh, spray booth and um all the panels in the in the boot are all disarrayed there's wires hanging out they were trying to i think they were looking what well, he told me they were looking for the gps but the car doesn't even a gps because when it was stolen i called rolls royce and said hey i've got a rolls royce stolen can you can you track it for me and they said sorry sir we we don't have a tracking service in, went, in our three hundred fifty thousand dollar car you can buy a 40 grand beamer and it's got a tracking but this doesn't i said i guess well, they figure you can afford low jack well they said they said oh, nobody's ever stolen a bmw sir i said well they have today but anyway... Um, Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. Sorry, yeah. when I say BMW. So, uh, <laughs> it's, it is a BMW. It's a Freud, own, Freudian yeah. slip. No, yeah. it's still are. Oh, they are still? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a BMW V12 <laughs> in there. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the only thing that replicates that engine to the original engine is a 6.75 uh, displacement. Is that right? Yeah, that's the only thing that... That carries over? That mirrors, yeah. <laughs> the original funny. car, yeah. So, what's, yeah. Your, what's your favorite car to drive? What, like, what uh, Do you have a favorite... I don't. It's hard to say. It's like I've. I love Ferraris. I love Porsches. I've always owned BMWs. I'm on my 20th BMW. I had tons and tons of BMWs and, too, uh, and I had like the ones like you have too. You, your E92 is a great. Is a great E90. Car. Uh, sorry, E90. E90. I had yeah. the E92, but the the E90 uh, uh, series yeah, 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 is a yeah. um, solid phenomenal, platform. Phenomenal. If you like a V8 that you have to wind the fuck up, <laughs> and you don't mind watching the gas just go down like That's this. That's the thing. I, I've never had a car with a quarter of a tank that bloody warning light comes off. If you have fun with it at all. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's half gone. a tank to breakfast club. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the sounds it makes are amazing. It's worth and the, it. And totally you worth it. You yeah, can't, you totally can't replicate that. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And, then, uh, and then the Volvo, too. You were doing work on the Volvo? or you? Yeah, that's, uh, that's 2.02. Is that... D- d- oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow car two point two. Is it eight fifty? It's an eight fifty T five R. I'm currently doing the uh, cam belt on it, water pump. Uh, I'm gonna do uh, what else am I gonna do? Oh, the shocks. And yeah. I just bought some fat anti roll bars. Oh really? Sway bars. You call oh, are yeah, you gonna yeah, make yeah. this into like a? Well, no. I just want to get s- to breakfast club safely. That's what I mean. The so last gonna... time I went, I, I, I got seasick. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how long that's been? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, well, that's cool. And then uh, Porsche. You like Porsche? I love Porsches. I've, I, I, had a, I used to run a car lot on Beverly Boulevard for JP. Oh, okay. Um, on uh, oh, he Beverly was, and Crescent Heights. He loves to talk about the old lot he used to have. Is that the place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, and Before the real he worked for, uh, hey, for Tim and talk for Talk about uh, surreal Neil. moments. So I remember watching, said it earlier that I love chips. Yeah. I remember one particular episode where... Uh, this couple was going up to fancy restaurants, and when someone would pull up in a Rolls Royce, they would pretend to be the valet and steal the car. I, I saw. I remember that one too. So I remember that it was a clear ring. The <clears throat> ring. There was a scene where they were being chased, and they'd been chased down Sunset Boulevard, and they end up pulling onto a lot full of Rolls Royces. No. So I freeze framed it and went over with my, with my magnifying glass <laughs> and it was JPD Motors, which is JP, John, 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 Jean-Pierre Delerme. That was his lot. So I'm watching as a kid in the 1970s, my former boss's business. Uh, the a- it was that? the A-team for me. I love the A-team. Okay, yeah, yeah. And one day at Breakfast Club up at Newcomb's, <clears throat> this is when they were open, uh, there was a whole group of people over on the side, and for some reason they put on, they brought the tape or something. They they put on the A team while we were at Newcombs instead of like whatever's on in the morning, and we thought, oh, that's kind of funny and weird and whatever. And 
as this went on, this was uh, from from Europe, I think from Belgium. This was an A-team like fan club, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. And they had come to Newcombs because they shot a whole episode of the A-team there. Oh, wow. And you see the the big van out front and the whole thing is up and down the street and at the cabin across the street. And, and, and when they – it doesn't matter. So many famous A-team <laughs> moments were shot up at Newcombs in this thing. And it was the same moment that you had then. It was like this was this impressionable thing and we found this place on our own. And now here's where the story gets a little interesting. And then I'll throw it back to you. <laughs> these these guys, these, these um, what did I say? Belgian, these Belgian guys come over to me. I don't know them through the A-team. I've never joined an A-team fan club, and I've never been to Belgium. But they come over to me and say, you're Jay Ryan, and we know you. We know you. The only reason this group knew that Newcombs was the filming location was because of our little videos and postings that we do, and they matched it up. Somebody oh, followed wow. us yeah, randomly yeah, 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 in yeah, Belgium, yeah. and then they matched yeah, it. Like, yeah, this, is the place, yeah, this is the place yeah, yeah. we couldn't find for 16 years, or whatever the oh, fuck, and there hilarious. it is. And then they did a pilgrimage across the goddamn world <laughs> to come over to the place. And then they get to meet you and on top we of that. And then we were there Wow, the, the highlight of their trip. It, I don't mean that, but it was just no, a was. crazy, small, small world how it all happened. And it was the same moment, though, that you did. I'm like, what? This is incredible. It was so impressionable. Yeah, I remember watching in, <laughs> in 1975 a show called Skateboard Kings. And it was about all that these one Venice. Like the dogs of, uh, like Z, the dog town? Z-Dogs, yeah. Z-Boys. And uh, I'm best friends with one of the guys in the video. Really? It's so surreal. It's very surreal. I guess it comes down to, like, Jay Leno and stuff. It's just like, you know, we grew up watching that stuff or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then now we're friends with him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I never, the grew, same up, kind of thing I never just... grew up watching Jay Leno. That's the difference, you know. Oh, that's right. He's a whole, he was an old white-haired guy when I first met him, you know, and always been that way. Well, that's probably good for you because then there's no pretense. No, that's why I've been having watching the old Letterman show. <laughs> and thinking, wow, is that the same bloke? But don't he change. Was... Don't change. No, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a thing about fandom and friendship. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And it's a weird, fine line. Absolutely. You know, you yeah, hang yeah. around some people, and then, like, everything's cool and cool. And then the one day you're like, hey, can I get a picture? And it's like, well, you can be a friend or a fan. Which yeah, one do you yeah, want to yeah, be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I think uh, it's hard for a lot of people to, um, I don't know, navigate. And I think maybe because you were saying before, like, you treat everybody the same. Yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe it's very easy for you. Yeah, yeah, very easy. Celebrity. You're around a lot of rich people. You're around a lot of famous people. You're around it's a lot bizarre. of like, it's surreal at insanely well-known like, car people. Yeah, yeah. It's surreal, the, 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 the encounters I've had over the years. I was at a party one time. It was a guy called um, his father's James Kahn. Oh, Sam, Scott Kahn? Sam, Scott Kahn. Yeah. I was at Scott's house one night Maybe watching too. a boxing match. And that Bruce whole family's Willis, into that. Bruce Willis just came out. Hey, I'm Bruce. How you doing? <laughs> I said, really? Hey, how you doing, mate? <laughs> was this out here? Yeah, yeah. I put his house up on uh, off a lookout. Oh, that's right. funny. Where it's called, yeah. He lived in the town next to me when I was in high school. Did he really? Him and Demi Moore. I sold, his, Richfield when I I sold his very first car. You're kidding. It was a yellow um, Chevy Nova. Hilarious. He'd owned from when he was 18 until when I sold it, which was, I sold it in about 90, I don't know how old he is, but I sold it uh-huh. in 2005. Funny. So he was in his 30s then, so it was a good 10 years he'd owned this car. It's amazing. Yeah. Wait, he was in his 30s? Oh, Scott Kahn. <laughs> yeah, Scott Kahn. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I was back to Bruce Willis. I was like, wait Me a second, too. what? Oh, no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Bruce yeah. Willis lived in the town I used to. Not, oh, not, sorry, not, not Scott, Scott Kahn. Kahn. No, I, I got that confused. Really bizarre, yeah. yeah lost wouldn't it be funny if Scott Kahn used to live with Demi Moore, though? That would have been something. That would have been yeah. funny. Um, I would have visited more. What? <laughs> you uh, were a recipient of the Magnus shoes. Do you wear them? Yes, I do. Very I wear them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't wear them today. Uh, Magnus has enough PR. I mean, I was. Yeah, we don't need them today. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, regular shoes. Uh, he gives me so much stick, and I just 
just I was just coming. I'm coming from work anyway, so I wouldn't wear them at work because I'd get dirty. And I know his is all about the the, the, the patina. I'm just trying to be. A did I tell you what China. I did? Go on. I bought uh, some white leather shoe paint that oh, I you repainted it. No, not yet, but oh. I'm thinking about it. Okay. I'm going to let them go. But I already don't like how far they've gone oh. compared to how much I like them when they were fresh. And it's like, well, I got to, you know, I'm thinking I might outlaw the outlaw and give it a respray. Because I, you know up, what I mean? Because I grew up poor. I've always made things last. That's. Yeah, I make things last. And I keep them in great shape. Like these shoes I've had for. I bought these shoes. My wife, my boss bought them for me at um, Rensball. But how long you, ago was Rensball? Over a well, because of the whole thing, yeah. So uh, three years ago? But. But his, you know, his don't just wear out. They're designed to wear out prematurely. Oh, they are? Not to wear out as a shoe, but they're oh, so designed you can buy another to... another pair? Pat- no, they're designed oh. to patina. They're designed to wear oh, okay. so that yeah, it looks like 277. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a great concept. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told you that part, I go. It's pretty cool. Uh, well, keep wearing well, I did know about the underside being gold, like the real car. Yeah. That's why there's the white comes off and there's gold under there. Exactly. Yeah, All right, yeah, so yeah. you do know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking it looks so good. Red, white, and blue. Oh, the, the true colors. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. it's kind of funny because his whole thing, you know, he loved Evil Knievel growing up, you know, yeah, so that's too. a lot. Yeah, we did. I mean, that was that. Americana, you know, right? right? Magnus and I are pretty close to the same age. He's a lot younger than me, but not by far. But because of the Americana of it all, right? Yeah, exactly. The red, white, yeah, and blue yeah. and the, yeah. oh, let's go fucking cowboy this yeah. shit and all and that's that. probably why the Martini thing is so appealing because it's all that kind of white and the colors and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very But for, for, oh, for us in Europe, the Martini, ca- you know, um, Cars, obviously, the rally cars and the, and the Porsches, but the, the umbrellas, so that was just such playboy, you know, such an exotic thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Literally. Mm. Gentleman driver. Gentleman driver. Yeah. For sure. Uh, what should we talk about that we haven't talked about? Like, is there anything that we should promote? Do you have anything coming up? You're not really that kind of guy. You're no, sort I'm of secretive a, the way you do it. I I'm wanted you here because I love you. I, I just, I'm a, yeah, I'm just a regular guy, just working away. Well, so people I, I, today, it, well, today, I took my very last Pebble Beach car. So how long ago was Pebble Beach? It was two uh, weeks, three weeks, two weeks ago. Yeah, two. Three. No, not, not, four, three weeks. Four weeks away. It was. So you just got it. The last car, yeah. So that's how busy I've been post wow. Pebble. It's been crazy, flying stuff out, and we got stuff out. You know, the the, the shipping lines are not doing too great. There's I want to ask you about on, that. The port on, is there's more boats than ever before stuck at the Long Beach. Well, the problem is they, in. they they introduced these COVID restrictions at. The uh, for the for the dock workers, so you couldn't be too close. You couldn't have this many people doing this. So it's slowing the whole it's process. Just down. put put a complete spanner in the works. Yeah, it's just re- retarded. Bilstein, 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 Bilstein had sent us uh, coilovers, and we were waiting like two and a half months while they were stuck at the port. Not yeah, for I was the whole waiting for my, my I was waiting for my IPD. Uh, oh, same thing. Bars. Same thing. They waiting for them. Yeah, it was. Took, so I ordered them in March, and they came. July. <laughs> so do you have, I mean, are there cars out there just waiting to come in? I've I mean, got a I know couple there of cars. cars. I, I got a car there. came New in today. Cars. I got a couple more cars coming in. But we haven't been doing, I got cars to go out, but we've been doing mostly air freight. You fly we, the cars. We, we fly cars. People don't want to take a chance on where's my car because that's what happens, you know. And we it, had cars that was, we had a car that was supposed to have been here for uh, Amelia Island and it left in February and never arrived. It wow. Arrived the week after Amelia Island. Wow. Which is in Totally May. missed it. Yeah, totally missed Oh, that, yeah. bummer. So with the air freight, not only does it get there so much sooner, but you know where it is at all times. And yeah, you right? can track it. And it's only a matter of three or four days. Right. I mean, it's a lot more money, but, you know, the type of cars that we deal with, it's relative anyway. So right. it's, it's not really, it's insignificant. Wow, that's so and A wild. lot of cars we put in crates. So they're fully You mentioned protected. that the other day. So what does that look like? They just forklift a crate with a car yeah. in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it's when you send the Radford cars, are those crated? No, I just sent that on a pallet and just put, put our cover on it. I see and doing a piece today, so the car arrived okay, so that was nice to see. The John Player Special, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. Do you like the new Radford, the looks of it? Yeah, yeah, for I think sure. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a good, good-looking really car. it's really beautiful. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a looker, and, a, and hopefully it's going to have the performance. But if, I think it's a Toyota V6 in there. Well, it's whatever was in the Avora GT, I think, right? Isn't that the power plant underneath? Yeah, I thought they'd done. I might be wrong about that. I thought Jensen said uh, it was going to be at least six. I, yeah, I would sure. trust Jensen over yeah, whatever yeah. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were funny, by the way. Was it was it Monterey? Where were you? Where you were walking someplace and I then Aunt and the Jensen, <laughs> pull, hey, Bella, need a ride? <laughs> well, I, I had taken the uh, Jamera and the, um, the, and the, what was the other car? I took? No, I just took the Jamera to the Koenigsegg party at Pebble Beach. Oh, that's what it was. Pebble and Beach, I had my truck and I couldn't keep my truck at the party or on the house. So I kept my truck around the corner at the, uh, at the, the equestrian center. And it was a good, like, mile and a half to the party from the, from the equestrian center. So I was walking there. And then they just came along in that G-Wagon. Need a ride? <laughs> Need a ride. Not bad. Which is quite funny, yeah, yeah. When um, when a Formula One driver pulls up next to you, hey, need a lift? <laughs> and he did, you didn't need gas money for that one, right? <laughs> no, I didn't know gas money at all. That was a freebie. Those and, guys then are... I, and then he ended up giving me um, a gig as well, so I'm trying to bring a car over for him. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, and obviously they're they're going to be here soon. Oh, they are? Yeah, back again, yeah? When, yeah, when they get back into town. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Talk all about that stuff. Yeah, I'm glad I got the the Radford gig to take the car over for him. That was nice. I would imagine you'll have the, more, right? Because they're gonna there are well, a few cars, yeah, and they yeah, will they yeah. will be doing a lot of yeah. PR. We do a lot of the big cars. I'd be bringing Paganis and Koenigseggs and, and so cool. Well, should we we should probably mention at least cars there. The classic automotive, classic automotive relocation, relocation services. services. So we're we're relocation services, but we also do storage. So I have a storage uh, facility in Gardenas. I have a bunch of cars there that I get to. Play with and is that like just temp storage or people could monthly store their no, cars? No, I've had with you cars that wanted. have been there the whole time I've been there. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And you know, I, I'm, a, I, I'm a little bit more hands on, I, I take care of the cars. You know, I'll start them up and run them forward and backwards and do the tire pressures and check all the more than just keep the tender on it. Yeah, more than keep the tender on it. That's how you keep those clean. cars actually running. Yeah, keep exactly. them lubricated. And there's one client that has uh, four cars with me and he put me on his insurance so I can. Oh, beautiful. exercise them properly. You don't have know, to worry so, about it. Yeah, yeah, that's really great. Yeah, bring one up to breakfast. Yeah, he had for full GT. He said, ah, "Can you put a smog on it for me? You got to put a hundred miles on it." I went, uh, "Oh, fine." Yeah, frog. It's uh, probably about a hundred miles up to Breakfast Club and back, right? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm he just saying. A, he has a nice Zagato. <laughs> He's got a Zagato too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, 2017 Aston. Yeah. Um, I just think you're great. You did it. You did the time. We've we're, we're done. Um, well, is there anything you want to say? No, so I want to thank don't... you guys for having me on. It's been really surreal having, like, I feel like I'm actually on TV or something. <laughs> we're, we're both so fond of you as a person, as a human being. Yeah, that yeah. Um, I'm just I'm grateful to share the space and energy with thank you. you. I, thank I, you, I, really you know, I mean it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we haven't really known each other that long, but it feels like forever. It's so bizarre. I, knew, I can't even, I'm trying to think the other day when, how long did we meet? I couldn't guess it was more than six months ago. Probably not. But I would say that I feel like I've known you the whole time yeah, I've lived yeah. in L.A. But that's the thing with energies. If you've got that energy, uh, it, you know, you... We have a lot of stuff vibe. in common, too. Absolutely. So that may yeah, be yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah. Um, how Believe. Are you Amen. <laughs> right? Did everyone hear that? Hashtag believe. Believe. You should follow Tony Rackley at Tony Rackley. Oh, yeah, there I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> hello, mate. <laughs>
<laughs> I forgot I was there. Yeah, that's where I was <laughs> the whole time. Because I feel like I'm on TV. Oh, wait, it <laughs> actually is. Holy yeah, crap, yeah. what the heck is going but on here? I, look around, I don't know. even understand. Uh, it's funny, right? Isn't this crazy? Yeah, so much. <laughs> You're hilarious. Uh, so follow Tony Rackley. Follow, is, does Cars have an Instagram? Cars Shipping. Cars Shipping. Yeah, Just yeah. Cars Shipping. I could not. Because we're a worldwide organization. Yeah, we're based in the UK. But we also have offices in Amsterdam, Dubai. Oh. Uh, Japan and US, and we've just relocated our New York office down to Miami. Oh, so your old neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, looking forward to traveling down now. And Robin was just on the Smoking Tire recently too, so people yeah, can check yeah, that out exactly. as well. If you yeah, want to hear yeah, more yeah. about cars, go check out that episode of Matt Ferris Smoking Tire. Yeah, yeah. We're we're a proper hands-on ship. We take care of your cars. You take care of people, so well, I, I would I'm trust trying. you yeah. with any. I'm I would trying. trust you with my baby, let alone <laughs> my car. You know. <laughs> our car's what about our baby? a baby car? Our car's our baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love you. Let's see. Tomorrow is not a GVBC. Uh, if you feel like heading out into the uh, the forest and you stay on the open roads, it is entirely possible that you would run across a GVBC pop-up. But it is not responsible to have a real GVBC and invite people up, so we can't do that. But if you're out there driving on your own, on your own volition, uh, you know, keep going a little further, and I guarantee you will find some friendly pieces. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) So it's going to be back on next week, yeah? Yeah, we think so because the restrictions are lifted midweek, next week, midweek. So So Friday should be in the clear. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, bring up, uh, she can bring up something fun. I'm guessing the first one back will probably be pretty big, I'm guessing. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Probably have to make reservations or something. (laughs) (laughs) Not you. (laughs) Be there the night night before. Yeah, I'm here early, mate. I've got a good spot. <laughs> your chair out, your little tea going everything. Uh, tea or coffee? Tea, mate. Yeah, tea, yeah, yeah absolutely. Do you Bloody have a preference? Tea. Black tea, green Black tea, tea yeah, yeah. milk and sugar, mate. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, milk yeah. and sugar, too. Yeah, so yeah, the full yeah, treatment, yeah. the full caffeine treatment. Well, that's nice. I don't know. Is that, it's never affected me. I know they say caffeine. I'm not even familiar Supposedly with that. Supposedly the black over the green. it's just a green. word. Oh, because you like the black. No, caffeine is just a word to me. I don't, oh. know, I don't know what it really means. So. I see. It's supposed to be some sort of picky-uppy S- thing. It doesn't I'm affect you? picky-uppy enough, so I need a picky-downy. <laughs> <laughs> they make stuff for that, too. But I know. I enjoy it. Uh, I love you. We love you. Oh, I love you guys. So very That's much. So uh, and we all love you at home. Please love one another. You uh, love maybe you see you up at the Not GVBC tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll be back next week. I can't remember what's going on next week, but we'll be back. We love you, and we'll see you then. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah, I just went on the <laughs>